0: Welcome back to the third episode of Tell Me More. Have you ever felt like a slave to your emotions or, you know, you get into a fight and regret not handling it properly? When you reflect back on it, you feel like, damn, I mean, I really could have handled it very differently. Or there's somebody in your life who always tries to instigate a reaction out of you and you always end up reacting exactly the way they want. Well, today, we're going to talk about way you can handle those emotions but before we dive into today's episode i want to mention that please rate this podcast subscribe to it and share it on your social media and tag me at Lean Beams. it will really help me understand the type of content that you're looking for and create the next episodes accordingly let me introduce the concept of emotional independence and what is it exactly i mean people do speak about emotional independence but what is it exactly right Um, Have you ever felt like uh, someone's words impact you immensely or maybe you think you might feel happier if someone you admire approves of you, if your relationship changes or, you know, your partner starts to do things your way? This sentiment is very common. It's the idea that our happiness depends on something outside of us and when that happens, that is known as emotional dependence. So the opposite of it, when it is when our feelings and like our self worth, are based on these external factors such as you know how another person feels about us or how another person is acting. You must have tried this many times in your teen years, or many people even try it in their adulthood, where you tell people, "I don't feel a thing." You know, you you get numb towards situations. You never let people too close to you, or show you, you do You know, you just show that I really don't care about things. You think you're being emotionally independent at that time and acting like nothing can hurt you, okay? But you are actually just suppressing your emotions. And you don't realize that there could be this really tiny ass trigger, okay? Or a very small trigger, and the right trigger will send your entire facade crumpling down. The thing about in- in- emotional independence is that it is always misunderstood. Emotional independence does not mean that you don't care about somebody or you don't feel emotions. It is quite the opposite. It actually means that you feel emotions or you feel any sort of feeling a little more. You're aware of it and you feel particular negative emotions also, but you never let it consume you. Many people end up putting all their energy and, you know, anchoring their happiness into one relationship. Let it be your relationship with your parents or a relationship with a spouse or just, you know, somebody who you're dating or, you know, your friendships, whatever they say, what their actions are, you know, you'll become so involved into that one relationship that you start feeling that your self-worth and how you feel about yourself depends on them. So it could be that, you know, they'd say that you're not good at something and you'd start believing in it, you know. They'd say you're not a good person and even if you're a good person, let's say in toxic relationships specifically, the other persons always going to keep on telling you that, you know, you're not good enough, you're not doing enough for me because they probably can't see what you're doing for them. And you're going to start believing that, yeah, maybe I'm this person, I'm not really, you know, good enough or and you start like doubting yourself, you start feeling unhappy about yourself, okay. But... That stems out of emotional dependence. When, even with your parents, you know, you expect your parents to understand you. Do You expect them to be your friends. You expect them to tell you the right things in the right situation. You expect every single thing from them. Even when it comes to a partner, you expect the partner to watch movies with you, to share the same taste in music, or even vibe to the same music, enjoy the same concerts, to travel with you, and everything, you know? And when they refuse to do something, you just feel abandoned. You feel like, you know, they don't care about you, they don't want to put in efforts, or they don't love you. But well, the fact is that you will have one person who will share your love for, you know, probably deep conversations and coffee, one who will love to, you know, listen to heavy metal and rock music with you, and one who will love to go on treks with you. Every bond that you have is going to be different. And not every person in your life can be everything for you. And you need to understand that. I mean, it's like going to your doctor and asking your doctor to be, you know, your lawyer and to be your stylist and to be your barista. I mean, that's not possible, right? It's the same way you cannot expect people to be there for each and every bond. Now, people who possess emotional independence are able to cultivate a sense of happiness. And they feel happy and they feel at peace despite what may be happening in their lives and relationships this is not to say that they never uh, are affected by anything or they don't feel things you know they are affected by things that happen outside of them but they still have a sense of who they are and they can fulfill their own needs so let's say um you know somebody who you care about is really really upset and they start telling you these really harsh things and you an emotionally independent person will feel bad they'll feel that bad that somebody is called out or you know somebody is calling them something wrong okay but they won't start believing that they are that person or they won't start making you know uh their entire life miserable over it or they won't stop being themselves over it and it is kind of difficult to come to a point of emotional independence because there's a very fine line between being emotionally independent and actually not caring. And a lot of people mix that up. So how do you practice emotional independence? You need to know that we cannot heal what we are not aware of. If you're not aware of what is affecting you and you know who is affecting you, you're never going to heal from that. So what you need to do is you need to be a little bit mindful. So mindfulness can come in many ways. You could probably uh, journal it out or you could probably speak to somebody or you could just think about it yourself like retrospect. You could have a gratitude journal. You can meditate. I personally like to meditate because it helps me retrospect things very easily. And you got to question yourself that why is it that, you know, you're looking for emotional independence? Why is it important to you? Because once you understand why it is important to you, you'll know that you need to value it and you'll want to work on it a little more. And why is it that you choose to you know, do this? Is it because you, know, you care about somebody uh, very deeply and you're happy with them, but a few things they do don't align with you emotionally? Or is it because you have parents who tend to choose the wrong words to express their feelings? What is it exactly? Next is that you need to rewire your thinking. This is, again, a little bit tough, but you need to write down the thoughts and beliefs that keep you emotionally dependent. Like if you feel uh, you're emotionally dependent on a person because they are constantly praising you or uh, you need their validation, you start to think, why do you need their validation? Where did it stem from? Why are you looking for validation from other people? Like, if you feel good, only if people praise you or feel good about you, okay? Understand firstly that it is coming from some people, okay? It is coming only from some people and you will always tend to chase validation from every person, okay? And that is not something right because they have like these people tend to look for validation in every second person that they meet because they've probably been deprived of validation from one person who mattered to them the most. In this case, you need to understand who these people are in your life, okay? And does their approval really matter to you? Are they giving you a feedback or are they just criticizing you without wanting you to grow? Putting your thoughts down or letting yourself remember that you are not their words and you are extremely important is what will help you get to a point of emotional independence. Next is to practice self-compassion. Oftentimes emotional dependence intertwines with people being, you know, people pleasers. And as I mentioned before, that's not something which is going to be healthy in the long run. This is like, you know, it's hard. How do you figure out that you are being a people pleaser? You tend to shrink yourself like you will start shifting your boundaries you will start shifting what you believe in just because you want to please somebody else just because you don't want to get a backlash from somebody else and when you start doing this you need to understand that you're a people pleaser so in this case practicing self-validation okay really really helps so what you start doing is that you start putting down your achievements even if they're small ones okay and you start validating yourself you start telling yourself that you know hey i'm good at this so why do i need somebody else to tell me this i've already let's say if it's your work and you're good at um, i'm gonna just take my field if you're good at graphic design and you have got probably five clients underneath you you need to know that you don't need That one person in your life whose validation you are waiting for, okay, to say, oh yeah, your work is good. You have people who are paying you to do this. That means there's something in you that is really good enough. So that's one of the things that you can put in your list. Start validating yourself. Put down every time. If you still need somebody else's words to, you know, make you feel good. Star those messages on WhatsApp that somebody said something good about you. Put down those words that somebody has probably used for you, which made you feel happy in a conversation. Look back onto it. Look back onto it and you will feel the same way. The next is to practice letting go. This is very tough and it doesn't come easy. I mean, even after years of trying it, you're going to still feel a little caught up on this. Practicing letting go means releasing the need to control how other people feel about you. Um, you know, you have to be okay with yourself and with them feeling whatever they're feeling. By learning to let go of you know, the expectations and taking responsibility only for your feelings, Okay, we also realize that when somebody else is feeling a particular way, they might lash out on us in a way that they don't want to or a way that will make you feel horrible. And you need to realize that it's not always your responsibility to take every word and make yourself feel horrible about yourself. This is a true form of acceptance where we start acknowledging that other people are entitled to their own feelings towards us, but this does not change the core of who we are. In all of this, although please remember that There are times that you could be the person who is hurting somebody. You could be the person who is affecting somebody's mood and affecting somebody's personality or whatever. And if you have, let's say, 10 people around you and eight of them are constantly telling you that, hey, listen, you know, you you doing this is really hurting us or you doing X, Y, Z thing is, you know, affecting us. Start to listen to that, analyze it, understand how you're going wrong and then work on it. I hope this was something which was informative and i hope that you work on your emotional independence and do let me know your thoughts you can text me you can dm me and let me know what you think about this and uh, have a great day and a great week ahead and i hope all of y'all are doing well and just stay happy bye